On today's episode, a massive trade for the Chicago Blackhawks this afternoon as they land forwards Taylor Hall and Nick Foligno from the Boston Bruins. I'll break down why this was a no-brainer win for the Blackhawks and how each of these two players will fit in next season. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome on in to another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today is Monday, June 26. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you could also go and check out my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest. Blackhawks news and updates. And also just a quick reminder that you could subscribe to the YouTube channel for 100% for free. You could also listen to the podcast wherever you may be listening to your podcast for 100% free as well, which seems like a pretty good bargain to me. Make sure to go and do that real quick. I greatly appreciate all the support. And also that way you can get the latest episode as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. As always, thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And thank you all for making the show your very first listen here to start off your day. We got a big episode to get into, folks, because, of course, earlier this afternoon, Kyle Davidson was wheeling and dealing. The Blackhawks make a big splash, big trade, I guess I should say, as they acquire forwards Taylor Hall and Nick Foligno from the Boston Bruins in exchange for pending RFA defenseman Ian Mitchell and Alec Regula. And I think us Blackhawks fans are all on the same page here. This looks like a clear-cut victory for Kyle Davidson and the Blackhawks. They get an offensive-minded player in Taylor Hall who's going to come in and help out the top six, help the development process of soon-to-be number one overall selection, Connor Bedard, along with Lucas Reichel. And then Nick Felino, he is a pending unrestricted free agent, but from all accounts, it seems like the Blackhawks are planning on signing him. They're at least going to be doing their best in that department. Um to get another veteran addition like Felino, And look, I know this is a Blackhawks rebuilding squad where we want to be focusing on developing the young players and all that good jazz, but you can't do it without having some veteran leaders around. A guy like Tyler Johnson uh, gets some more help here in the locker room with a guy who's been there and done that, a 15, 16-year NHL veteran in uh, Nick Felino, And because the Blackhawks are in this situation, they're one of the only teams across the NHL right now that has a slew of cap space, whereas the Boston Bruins, a contending team year after year that have kind of felt the effects of the salary cap not going up in this post-COVID world, they had to shed some salary. And as a result, they have to cut ties with Taylor Hall, which I'm sure was something they didn't want to do. But something that realistically had to be done based on the amount of cap space that they had, the lack of cap space, I guess I should say. So from all accounts, I think everyone agrees. This is a pretty good deal for the Chicago Blackhawks, especially because they also only give up two pending RFA defensemen, two guys who it really looked like did not have much of a future here in Chicago. So to get an offensive-minded piece like Taylor Hall, along with a veteran addition of Nick Felino, this is a trade that's got me really jazzed up. I feel like I'm uh, Jonah Hill and Brad Pitt from Moneyball. When I'm reading the tweet, I'm going, 
because it, it makes too much sense, Blackhawks fans. This is a win for us, uh, and what a time it is to be a fan of the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, things have changed severely here in the last couple of months after watching a dreadful team all season long. Seems pretty worth it at this point in time with the direction this team is heading in. But getting into a breakdown kind of a little bit further on all four of these players that are involved in this trade, starting off with the two players coming back from the Boston Bruins, the most notable of the bunch, of course, being Taylor Hall. He's 31 years old at this point in time, former number one overall selection himself. So I'm sure he'll also be able to aid in uh, helping Connor Bedard handle all that pressure that comes with being a top overall selection. And, you know, obviously us Blackhawks fans are all super jazzed about him coming to town and uh, we're probably expecting him to be a pretty good player right off the bat, which unfair or not, that's just kind of uh, a result of how good Connor Bedard has been in his junior career. But for being 17, 18 years old, that is a lot of pressure on a very young kid. So adding Taylor Hall, I think will hap- uh, help in that department as well. But I mentioned the big reason why the Bruins had to get rid of Taylor Hall was because of his contract and their lack of cap space. He's got two years left at $6 million. He's been in Boston each of the last Two and a half years now after being acquired there a couple of deadlines ago. Most recently had 36 points, uh, 16 goals, and 20 assists in 61 regular season games this past season. Also played really well in the postseason for the Bruins, tallying eight points in their seven games worth of action before they were, of course, upset by the Florida Panthers, who came storming back from that 3-1 to deficit against the best regular season team in NHL history. Um, but yeah, that's a... a an offensively offensive minded forward that the Blackhawks are going to be bringing in here. Um, Maybe not quite the offensive numbers um, that we're used to seeing Taylor all have with only 36 points in 61 games. He was actually just coming off a a season in which he had, um, what was it? I guess 61 points, 20 goals and 41 assists in 81 games the year prior. So hopefully he'll be able to bounce back a little bit and get into that, uh, 20 goal margin. Once again, here he is a seven time 20 goal scorer throughout his NHL career. And also, of course, was most notably the Hart Trophy winner for the New Jersey Devils during the 2017 2018 campaign. But all in all, I, I like this uh, addition by the Blackhawks here because Taylor Hall's an offensive minded forward that they can put up there inside the top six. And I also think he plays the game the right way, the way that the Blackhawks are trying to move towards a fast, high-paced skill game. And I think putting him inside the top six with the youngsters that we have, uh, it meshes well with what the Blackhawks are trying to do moving forward and should help them kind of adjust to what it's going to take and um, the level that you have to compete at in order to have success at the NHL level. Taylor Hall obviously has been there and done that as a 31-year-old veteran now at this time in his career. So that addition makes sense for a lot of reasons. And then for Nick Foligno, I I did reference how he is a pending unrestricted free agent right now, but the Blackhawks do plan on signing him. Uh, He's 35 years old at this point, a long and very successful NHL career. Like Taylor Hall, been with the Bruins each of the last two years. This past season, tallying 26 points in 60 games, 10 goals in 16 assists, also added three points in six playoff games worth of action. Um, But offense isn't really the name of Nick Foligno's game anymore at this stage of where he's at being a 16 year NHL veteran. It's about, you know, the leadership that he provides on and off the ice, quite honestly, like this is a guy who I referenced has been there and done that, been in some good locker rooms. And he also plays a responsible role. He's defensive minded, 
uh, very physical, adds some grit and some size to the Blackhawks bottom six as well, which could be notable considering, you know, Connor Bedard's coming in. You want to make sure you have the proper pieces in order to protect him. Adding a guy, a rugged sandpaper type of guy like Nick Felino will certainly aid in that development as well. So two good pieces coming to Chicago as part of this trade. They send over defenseman Ian Mitchell and Alec Regula. I reference both of them. Not really having much of a future here in Chicago. It was becoming more and more evident as the past season grew on. Um, but it is a sad way for the Ian Mitchell tenure in Chicago to come to an end, of course. He was a second-round pick for the Blackhawks back in the 2017 NHL draft. was kind of a little overly hyped by former general manager Stan Bowman as he, he really just never found his role, never found his stride. And it had been a a tough couple of seasons here for Ian Mitchell last year, of course, spent most of the year playing for the Rockford Ice Hogs. Kyle Davidson comes in and he wants to make sure that everyone is going through the proper development time. We're not rushing anyone up to the NHL like we had seen in a couple of years prior. So it was probably the right call to leave Mitchell down in the AHL and let him ripen there a little bit. But it it seemed like he was going to get an opportunity um, it felt like this was going to be his time to prove that he could be an NHL, an everyday NHL or coming into this season, but his action was really just few and far between. Obviously wasn't uh, a guy that coach Luke Richardson and that staff had too much trust in only played in 35 games for the Blackhawks this past season. And most of them came in the second half when they didn't have all that many people on the back end and just kind of needed some fillers in the lineup. So yeah, it, it is a sad way for the Ian Mitchell saga to come to an end here in Chicago. But like I said, it just felt like he was never really going to get his opportunity here. And now he goes back to Boston where their coach is Jim Montgomery, who of course he had when he was uh, playing for the university of Denver pioneers back in college. So Mitchell has to be looking forward to that opportunity. He had spoken out about his frustrations of not being in the lineup this past season. So good for him. He's deserving of that opportunity. And and so is Alec Regula, if I'm being quite honest, a guy who's still only 22 years old at this point. He'll turn 23 in August, six foot four, 200 pounds, has some good size on the right side. Also, I thought always provided more offense than maybe people gave him credit for, but it was also pretty clear that, you know, he, he went through some struggles this season in Rockford, only played in four NHL games for the Blackhawks, right? It, it felt like the writing was kind of on the wall, especially with all the young defensemen that are coming up in the organization these last couple of years. But it stinks to see Regula go as well because he was someone um, for the last couple of years that I kind of hung my hat on and really thought he played a a solid and sturdy two-way game. And it felt like it was a really good trade to acquire him, right? The Blackhawks sent Brandon Perlini to the Detroit Red Wings a few years back in a one-for-one swap to get Regula. Um, So definitely a disappointing end for both of these two defensemen here in Chicago. But at the same time, like I'll touch on here in just a moment, uh, didn't really see a path for either of these two finding all that much success in Chicago. So to only give up that to get Taylor Hall and Nick Foligno, who I referenced, um, should should be big ads in a couple of different ways. Yeah, this all in all is a no-brainer win for the Chicago Blackhawks. And there are several further reasons why this is a no-brainer win. First and foremost, it's Kyle Davidson continuing to weaponize his cap space. Boston didn't have a lot of it. The Blackhawks have uh, a ton of it, and they're needing to spend some money, actually, in order to get to that salary cap floor. Um, So that, you know, is why they wind up with Taylor Hall's deal now on their books. Um, And it also 
with the, with uh, excuse me with Taylor Hall only being signed on for two more years this season and uh, the 2024-2025 campaign that also gives Kyle Davidson some some flexibility moving forward. He's going to have control over his roster and that's kind of the way that he likes it at this point in time, right? So getting that deal for Taylor Hall will help the Blackhawks reach the cap floor now while also still allowing Kyle Davidson to control things all in all for the future because we know a lot of ELCs are going to be burnt in these next few seasons. There's going to be a lot of second deals and bridge deals coming out. Kyle Davidson wants to make sure that he's going to have every avenue possible to visit in order to make those things work once these guys start burning their ELCs. So only having Taylor Hall signed on for two seasons is another victory. And then Felino is also going to be a cheap, unrestricted free agent addition if the Blackhawks do wind up successfully bringing him here to Chicago. Uh, he was just signed on a pretty lucrative deal that he signed when he was still with Columbus. Uh, making 5.5, or his cap hit at least, was $5.5 million per year. I expect that'll probably be cut in half. Like the Blackhawks can still give him a pretty uh, pretty nice contract, but it's obviously not going to be $5.5 million. They have some money to spend, so I'm sure what Felino wants, like there's not going to be all that much bargaining because Kyle Davidson can afford to spend right now too. But I expect that Felino's deal would also only be for one or two years at the absolute most because, again, Kyle Davidson wants to have that flexibility. I also think it, it can't be talked about enough how adding veterans in this time for the Chicago Blackhawks, when they're about to have that next young group come in and they're going to be very inexperienced, obviously. And we expect this team to have numerous prospects, not just this year and the year after, but throughout this full scale rebuild without, with all of the draft picks that they're going to be adding and all the guys who are going to be coming around up to the NHL level, like it's going to be really key to have a veteran like Nick Felino there. Um, I think it just made sense for many different reasons. He'll show the grinders the right way to get the job done, plays defensively responsible. Um, and like I said, he's going to be on a very cheap team friendly contract. Even if the Blackhawks give him a little bit more than maybe he should on the open market, they can afford to do so. I also think, you know, with the addition of Taylor Hall, it's going to give the Blackhawks more flexibility of guys inside their top six, top nine forward group that they want playing with the, their their next future, hopefully, game breakers in Bedard and Lucas Reichel, right? Now you can kind of mix and match a little bit more, adding Taylor Hall there. We could see potentially a, a Reichel, uh, Connor Bedard, Taylor Hall top line, or maybe we see um, Hall, Connor Bedard, and Andreas Athanasiu, Hall, Bedard and Taylor Radish, right? You can do a little bit more now and still feel pretty comfortable regardless of what your lines are going to look like because you're going to have some options. There's going to be Andreas Athanasiu obviously still in the mix. Philip Kurashev is expected to be brought back as a restricted free agent. There's Cole Gutman who should be an NHL regular every day next season. Adding a guy like Taylor Hall with those pieces is going to help them develop. And as I mentioned earlier, it's going to help those guys play the way the Blackhawks want them to moving forward, playing with more speed, playing with confidence. Uh, it's a right offensive-minded addition into that top six forward group for what the Blackhawks needed right now. Also, considering that Taylor Hall has two years left on his current deal, and I expect Nick Felino to get a one-year, two-year deal as well, this also sets the Blackhawks up with a possibility of trading these guys at this year's deadline, at future trade deadlines. They can retain some of the salary because of the financial flexibility, and they can also take on 
more assets in return moving forward. So it's a move that could set up other moves in the future. And that's kind of what it's all about and what Kyle Davidson, I think, has really uh, done a good job at and is going to continue to try to do here as general manager. And they also only gave up two players who are deserving of another opportunity somewhere else. And even if they do become successful NHLers over there in Boston, that just the odds of that happening in Chicago were basically slim to none. And you know, with this type of return that makes so much sense, getting Taylor Hall and Nick Felino, given the direction that the Blackhawks are heading in, I wouldn't even be mad if Mitchell or Alec Regula went on to find success elsewhere. If, if anything, good for them, because quite frankly, that just wasn't going to happen here in Chicago. So for many different reasons, as I just listed and outlined, this is an absolute slam dunk for general manager Kyle Davidson. It keeps the buzz around the Blackhawks at a high level right now. They're interesting ads. They make sense. Uh, and man, I'm excited to see how this is all going to work out next season. A big win for the Chicago Blackhawks here in my book. Super excited to be having Taylor Hall and Nick Felino joining this organization.